previously on the campaign you are being sent to a marginal constituency uh, the city of ragnar's rock uh, said candidate is a human man called father wyvern and he is a cleric clerics burned my village it's a uh, it's the marquis of granby yes i am the marquis of granby and it is my job to ensure that the roads in Ragnar's Rock are kept clean of bandits and miscreants and other ne'er-do-wells. And this is my horse, Legzimuk Legzalot. Uh, you're a little surprised, given what you know of the city, uh, for Ragnar's Rock is famous for its wealth, uh, but now you're not really seeing any of it. How much did you say you were getting paid? Two copper pieces for the whole week. I think that's below minimum wage. It's a great opportunity. We we uh, we invest in IDS, and then they invest in us, and we help help us achieve our dreams. Most of the uh, city finances are hidden away in some uh, difficult to acquire ledgers that are kept in the city hall. Perhaps if I could get a look at them, we could come up with some sound financial policy. Those ledgers are guarded by a terrible creature. It was once the familiar Mr. Randall himself. The Institute of Dreams and Success. (laughs) And he pulls out a sheet of paper which he uh, unveils before you and it is another crayon drawing. And it is a drawing of a large creature, scaly, horned, winged and breathing fire. So, uh, Randall shows you this picture of a dragon. What do you do? Gosh, that's good. Are they crayons? Yes, the best crayons I've got. Oh, fantastic. All that green. I'm particularly proud of the flames. Yes. They do look rather sentient as fire goes. Is it a dragon or a dragonelle? I don't know the difference. Dragonelles are about the size of a cat. Oh, no, it's it's a big old dragon, and I do want a dragonelle now. <laughs> I'm saying that both in character and out of character. <laughs> I, I just sort of look at Ursula and be like, I wish you were a baby cat dragon. Poor <laughs> Ursula. Uh, Ursula's very upset about this. Uh, I seem to remember that the old crone in the old crone zone said something about a dragon, but I can't remember what she said. Don't give the dragon your name, whatever you do. As soon as he knows your name, he'll take your soul. If you try to stop him, he'll burn the city. He'll eat you. He'll eat your family. He'll take Fluffy away from me. Mr. Randall, another question. Huh? We need to get the accounting books, but apparently they're guarded by one of your old pets. Oh, Fluffy. Poor old Fluffy. Is there any way we can get past Fluffy without hurting him? Well, you could try tickling them under the chin. They used to like that. Or, one second... And here he sort of rummages through his pockets and goes, I don't suppose any of you have any good biscuits on you? I do have good biscuits. She loves the good biscuits. Oh, I could share the good biscuits. I think we're in luck. I mean, I've also got a crate of rotten vegetables, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'll have those. Oh, well, help yourself. Oh, lovely. And he starts just shoving them into his bearded face. Uh, Some of them enter his mouth. He, uh, He looks up at you, Granby, and he says, I know you. I know you from somewhere. Yes. Didn't, didn't you? I saw you had you had a fight with, with the false king and the unmade queen. And didn't you ride into battle on a, on a, wooden horse? And wasn't there a, there was music and dancing and adventure. That was many years ago. I'm surprised you remember that. Yes. That wasn't there a stage or was it real or? And uh, he's kind of scratching his head, looking very distressed. I never know if this is just fantasy or if it's make-believe. I'll have to remember that line. (laughs) Are you guys going to make a plan as to what to do? We could Mm. take the good biscuits and go and try and bribe Fluffy. (laughs) That sounds like the best plan. plan. Do we know where Uh, Fluffy is? I'm assuming that the council chambers... Yes. So the plan is we walk around the council chambers shaking a tin of good biscuits <laughs> and shouting, Here, Fluffy! Here, yeah, Fluffy, Fluffy! Uh, Wyvern did say that it was uh, in a basement ah. um, guarded by a sign saying, Beware of the, the leopard. Uh, are, they, are they in a locked filing cabinet? I assume so. <laughs> so, so are there also plans for a bypass? <laughs> 
let's say that you uh, you make your way out of the, the cramped space beneath the wall. Uh, Randall sort of gives you a, a wave goodbye as you go. Again, you pass a lot of run-down houses, uh, but towards the centre of town, you see that there are some high, well-polished towers with golden peaks. Uh, Granby, you know that these are the rich people towers. It's where most of the population aspires to live. Luxury penthouse suites, uh, lavish apartments, and probably a jacuzzi or some fancy equivalent. Um, Along the way, you come to an inn with a sign over it that says, The Dragon's Maggot. And... um, Given what you've just heard from Randall, you all kind of uh, wordlessly uh, look at one another and uh, head in. Uh, it's a standard fantasy world inn, although the uh, rowdiness is somewhat subdued, as folks in hoods sat in every single corner trying to out-mysterious one another, uh, as men and women with beards chugging down huge mugs of ale. Uh, the barkeeper gives you all a look and uh, says, All right, what'll it be? A bottle of your finest wine, my good man. All right, then. Uh, he pulls out a uh, large bottle of wine and pours out uh, four cups, uh, glasses for you. Uh, it costs you uh, two copper pieces. I give him five. Uh, it's not bad. Oh, that's rather nice of you. We'll have a drink uh, here more often. Uh, so you... it always tastes better when someone else is paying. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like... Like this is the equivalent of like living down south and then popping up north for a visit and remembering how cheap beer is. Like <laughs> well, as you settle at the table and take your first sips, you realise that uh, the drinks are basically water with a hint of wine. Uh, also, <laughs> this is not the finest very wine. very watered down. No, not the finest violence available to humanity. Uh, Granby, you knew the situation was poor, but uh, this is surprising even to you. Uh, having been on the road and living in the woods, you've fallen a little bit out of touch. But now you know that there's a dragon in them there hills. Uh, would you like to discuss tactics? I say we rush in and kill it. A frontal assault is never expected. I, I say that <laughs> you rush in and kill it and we all stand well back. I could use my trusty <laughs> scimitar. Um, I think it might take more than just a short sword. I'm not using a short sword. I have a skimmer. Well, I am. <laughs> Me too. I mean, all my swords are short because, yeah. Well, yes. Or we could distract mm. it. We throw it the halfling, and then while hey! it's distracted, we attack hey, it. No, I'm, I'm not. Nobody's lunch. I don't no, love that I, plan. I very much do not love that plan. Well, <laughs> I know I am very distracting, but yes, uh, you could just dazzle hmm. it with fashion. Well, yes. Is I anybody could. wearing I mean, plate armor? No. No. <laughs> no. We need somebody in plate armour and we steal the dragon's can opener. <laughs> could Derek kind of lullaby it to sleep? I could. I could um I could just serenade. I could put on a concert for this dragon. We could we could talk to it. <laughs> it won't work. Talking um, never works. Well hmm, I don't know. I have taught my way out of a few situations in my I time. I think we should get try. I've taught my way yes, into yeah. a few. You're always talking your way in and out of things. Uh, should we not just try and get the financials first and then worry about the dragon? Wait, sit, sit. <laughs> <laughs> what a fantastic phrase that seems very unique to this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> we could start a smear campaign against the dragon. Yeah. I don't. Well, what is the reputation? Can I can I roll insight on reputation of dragons in this world? Okay. Dragons come in all shapes and sizes. Uh, some good, some bad. Um, generally speaking, a dragon that is hoarding wealth is not a great sign. Uh, dragons are known for coming and uh, destroying things uh, if they are in pursuit of wealth. Uh, there are those who like dragons and there are those who do not Uh, obviously there are dragonborn who are very much emotionally attached to dragons um, through heritage but yeah you know dragons are can be good can be bad but general feeling is that if a dragon is in your neck of the woods things are getting pretty dangerous Uh, not just because the dragons themselves but dragons tend to attract more danger uh, as well uh, as well as attracting heroes stupid to come and try and slay them. They um, attract stupid people. Stupid people, yes. Which is why youth four are heading up. <laughs> Unlike us, completely yes. sensible heroes who would never touch a dragon. Well, not twice. The uh, the barkeeper sort of spots you, Dareth, with your loot. Mm. And uh, he says, Hey there, little uh, minstrel. I don't suppose you could uh, provide us with a little bit of entertainment. Depends how much you can give me for it. How about a drink on the house? Yeah, that'll do. That's um, better than lots of offers I get. Um, what sort of what sort of thing are you thinking? 
Well, things are a little dire out here. I need something to cheer people up. Oh, all right then. Um, so I get my loot out. Free bird. I give you a look, and I start playing um, Build Me Up Buttercup. Aww. Make a performance check for me. Okay, cool, yeah. The place is rocking now. Uh, yeah, the place is rocking, and uh, the few patrons that were there are kind of like gathered around and are cheering and applauding, and uh, one of them uh, kind of spots uh, some of the leaflets you've got hanging out of your uh, pack, uh, the Fable Party logo on it, and uh, you, you notice a bit of a kind of... People look at each other going, ooh, hmm, hmm. Uh, what do you do? Guys, we could be onto something here. I don't Hand know me the some more leaflets. Swine, I don't know the word swine humming tunelessly. <laughs> Quick, pass me more leaflets. I'm going to pass them around the... You take the left, I'll take the right. <laughs> and we'll, we'll leaflet the bar. You distribute leaflets around the bar. Uh, the barman like starts to protest, but he's kind of like tapping along to the song and kind of just accepts it uh, as as you're going along. And as you uh, finish and uh, give a give a big old bow, um, um, I'd like to just say to the audience: um, if you consider your your political ideas and experiences, um, I feel like sometimes we get built up just to be let down. And I need you more than anyone, baby, to vote for the Fable Party. Uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, there's a round of applause uh, from around uh, the uh, the bar. Uh, and um, uh, the barkeeper says, uh, oh, that, was, that was dreadfully lovely. I'm emotionally moved by that uh, you know i used to be quite skeptical of the, the the fable party you know especially after mr randall plunged the city into debt uh, but I, I suppose you 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 will say that uh, mr wyvern won't do the same what what makes him so different firstly hmm. his love of jelly babies <laughs> soap soap yes cleanliness is very key <laughs> we're doing great with this one <laughs> He's a man of the cloth, um, and a man of the cloth cannot lie. It's in their contract. And their cloth. <laughs> and their cloth, yes. And he has cassocks. Oh, well, you know, you can't have a politician without po- cassocks, I'm sure. What is a cassock? I'm not sure. It's I read a, it in a book. It's a <laughs> bag for keeping the candied flesh of human children in. Oh. Oh. Ugh. Uh, okay. Um, she means jelly babies. Oh, okay, fair, okay. That's not that's not quite so bad then. I feel like Wyvern is also very dedicated to improving the economic status of this town, which I imagine you are intimately aware of its difficulties. Well, things things are difficult, yeah. I mean, uh, this used to be a thriving pub. You know, we'd get adventurers from all over the world coming here. With a name uh, like Dragon's Maggot, I can understand. Yes, yes, we were, we were always always top of the list of the tourist attractions here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, things seem to just uh, dry up a few years ago. Uh, no, folks just don't seem to have the money they used to. Uh, I hear most of my uh, um, my bar my um, barmaids and uh, assistants have been uh, putting their money away in uh, investment schemes, but uh, I've never really bought into it myself. Uh, say, I don't you suppose you've heard of this uh, Institute of uh, Dreams and yes. Success? Yes, yes. Oh, yes. Institute of Scams and Fraud. Oh yes, I couldn't agree more. I, 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 I suppose you've seen those wagons taking uh, things up and down the mountain. Oh yes, yes, yes. I saw eagle-eyed. Oh, I am. I'm known for it. They call me after <laughs> it. Uh, Pelagosby Farsighted. Ah, oh, well, that's that's a rather good title. Uh, Indeed. Uh, yes, uh, I, I do understand that. Um, there's a and he sort of leans forward conspiratorially and says, uh, "There's a there's a rumor going around that there are tunnels connecting the city hall itself to the mountaintop where IDS have their offices." Indeed, uh, that's a big tunnel. Yes. It is a very big tunnel. Uh, it go, runs right alongside the old sewage ducts, I believe. Uh, there's a metaphor in there for something about corrupt <laughs> politicians and sewage and that, but I can't quite seem to get there. Maybe a bard will get there. Mm. Give me a minute. <laughs> but, mm. uh, yes, uh, feel free to uh, come by our pub any time you like, and uh, do. And he hands you uh, another bottle of his uh, somewhat watered-down wine. And, uh, yeah, oh, there'll be more where you. that came from. I hope I so. Not much more, I hasten to add. Uh, not not much more, but but more. 
I do slide him a couple of coppers over the table for it. Aww, that's very nice of you. I feel bad. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, you guys uh, finish up at the pub and uh, you make your way through the town. Uh, you pass several shack-like houses stacked up against luxury apartment buildings. Tall glass buildings with golden frames and crystal spires loom over wooden boxes and walls made of leaves. Uh, people live in the shadows of success, seeing the riches but never touching them. Uh, folk on the streets are seen selling various wares, such as soup and fish, although it's not of great quality. Uh, you pass uh, a fishmonger who just has a lot of fish heads uh, in the uh, pot, uh, uh-huh. trying to get you to buy some fish heads. Um, I know a song about that. <laughs> do you? Mm. Do tell. <laughs> ah, fish heads, fish heads, eat them up, yum. <laughs> yes, can't remember. That the sounds tune. like an advert. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so uh, you eventually come to the city hall itself. Uh, it's quite grand, with domed roof and spires, and a massive luxury pool out in the front. Uh, there's a large fence going around the whole area, with a small gate on one side. A uh, path leads from the gate towards the building. Uh, there's a tiled floor of marble, black stone, a set of golden statues depicting various creatures like griffins, dragons, and dogs. And uh, Ursula sniffs one of the statues of a dog. There's a there's a sign next to the pool that says now 100% pissless. Oh, I think we should uh, do something about oh. that. <laughs> uh, as you reach the door of the city hall, uh, there are two uh, guards uh, who are standing there, uh, dressed in burgundy uniforms, uh, and uh, they look at you, and they uh, both also look down at Ursula the dog, and Ursula is going to make a charm, uh, a, a, uh, <laughs> a charisma check. Uh, well, that's a ten. Uh, so they, I think one of them reaches down and gives Ursula's head a bit of a pat. Can we help you, people? We'd like to come into the city hall, please. Uh, do you have official business? Yes. Do you have ID? Do you not recognise uh, me, ma'am? She has ID. <laughs> uh, I am the Marquis of Granby. <laughs> Don't you mean the Marquis of Granby? No, the Never Marquis mind. of Granby. Peasants. <laughs> Rachel's a small tent. Thank you. <laughs> well, um, uh, this is uh, most unusual. Um, do you have an appointment? I don't need an appointment. I'm the Marquis. Uh, can you make an intimidation check for me? I certainly can. Try a 22. Okay, yeah. Ooh. He uh, he takes <laughs> a step back. And, a bit I wow. say. And uh, he uh, he opens the door. Goes, uh, well, yes, of course. Uh, just uh, fo- follow the um, corridor along to the end, uh, if you will. Um, <clears throat> yes, good, of course. I'm going to inspect uh, his uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Make an investigation check. <laughs> twenty-two with a natural twenty. Okay. Yeah, uh, his his uh, his brass buttons could do with a shine. I point this out to him as as my colleagues enter the city hall. Of course, I'll, I'll, I'll get them polished immediately. Uh, th- thank you, thank you, madam. Uh, I, I, most appreciated. Your grace. Your grace. Yes, of course. Uh, I am applauding uh, silently. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the main doors may look impressive. Uh, they seem to have this intricate mosaic depicting heroic figures and fantastical creatures like a platypus. Uh, but as you as you get closer, uh, you see that this mosaic is just kind of a sticker that's been plastered over the door. Uh, <laughs> and as you open the door, you see it's made from quite cheap wood. Uh, within, there's a corridor that uh, is quite um, it's quite lavish compared to the rest of the city as you've seen it so far. And eventually, you come to a lobby where there is a long. Um, reception table, uh, the several doors leading off in various directions, uh, and you see a woman stood by the reception desk in another burgundy uniform, and she looks at you and raises an eye by her fingers. Yes, who are you? Oh, are you the, uh, new, the new investors? Yes. Yes, uh, I am Pelikos Rococo. <laughs> oh, of course, uh, Mr. Rococo. I've heard that name before somewhere. Friend of uh, mine, uh, yes, you, it would be the chief shield, uh, Rococo's uh, old money, old money. Ah, oh, yes, of course. So, uh, well, um, how can how can we help you uh, if you're if you're here to invest in uh, in our in our company? Well, that, that would be uh, just a, just a few pieces of uh, paperwork, of course. Um, 
and she starts uh, rummaging through some paperwork. Says, uh, is, there, is there anything we can get you while you're here? Do you have any biscuits? Um, uh, mm, I've got some. Uh, I've got the okay biscuits. Mm. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> what sort of biscuits are okay biscuits? Uh, it's a Twix. Twix is, Twix is more of a okay biscuit. Twix is a good biscuit. <laughs> All right, it's a penguin, but it's quite an old penguin. Oh, um, the joke's not very good. Yeah, it's a puffin. Shall we say? <laughs> it's a sort of penguin you get at Aldi. Yeah, yeah, not, it's not an Aldi penguin. penguin. It's a penguin. Um, in the... other supermarkets are available. <laughs> in the absence <laughs> of, of any better biscuits, I'll eat a penguin. You eat a penguin. Um, it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> uh, what, what brings you to uh, City Hall today? Uh, we wanted to see how our investment would be used. Ah, well, uh, it's entirely uh, uh, dependent on yourselves and me, Nika. Tell, tell me, what is what is your great dream? Oh, which one would you like? <laughs> the, the greatest dream you can imagine. It's ah. going to have something to do with mm. shirts. <laughs> I, I think we're going to need a bigger wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> ah, a man investing in his shirts is always a man to be trusted. I've always said this. And uh, if you're looking to open your own shirt business or a shirt line, uh, IDS can certainly help you on that. Uh, and what about your uh, companions? Uh, how can we help you? I choose not to answer that question on the grounds that I may end up punching somebody. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I have to talk about actual character motivations. I'm very interested in the world of high finance. Oh, of course. Uh, this is why I'm, I'm well, hanging around uh, with Pelagos, Pelagos the Proliferate to see how high finance is turned into low finance. Well, if there's any way I can uh, help you in that regard, uh, just let me know. I'm not signing anything. I just want to be able to talk to more people and have them believe me more rather than believing bullshit. Have you ever tried uh, joining the old uh, BBC? (laughs) Didn't work out well for me, I'm afraid. Ah, shame, shame, shame. And she, she's again looking through some papers. I've heard something about an investment in the new magic mirror technology. I don't know if that would be of any interest to you. Um, Possibly, mirrors. yeah. Uh, what, what would put your minds at ease? Um, Seeing the accounts. Yes, yes. Chamomile tea. Ah, well, of course, the, the city finances are, of course, public record. You're free to observe them at your leisure uh, once you make an appointment and arrange a time and date. Uh, the next available slot, and she flicks through a little diary. Uh, yes, it's in uh, six months' time at four in the morning uh, for six and a half minutes. That's uh, that's quite a lot compared it, to most. It, so you're very lucky. Shall I pencil you in? Is it very busy? The accounts department. Is there a queue of people stretched halfway up the street waiting to see the accounts? Yes, there must Where be. Where are they? Can you make an insight oh, check for me? All of us. Yes. All right. I got a fifteen. Two. Continuing to be nice. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, yeah. She's lying through her teeth. I can't really? tell. I'd like to counter your proposal. Oh yes. Have you seen my scimitar? Uh. Oh, it's lovely. It's also very sharp. Now, as yes. the Marquis of Gremby, I would very much like to see your accounts before I allow any of my friends to part with any of their hard-earned money. Oh well. Um. Let's see. Uh, can you make an intimidation check? With, uh, I'll give you advantage on that because that was quite good. Well, on the roll plus intimidation, I got meowing. twenty-two. Oh my god, I love cats. Okay, yeah, she uh, she reaches under the desk for a moment and uh, takes a step back and goes, "Well, um, the accounts, or of course, uh, let me just." Um, and a door opens and a man walks out. He's human, middle-aged, with poofy white hair, and is wearing a trench coat. Uh, he hands something to this woman, and uh, then he looks at you all, and he says, uh, The new report's just arrived. A 500% increase. We'll be raking in another couple of grand by the end of the year, no mistake. Ah, hello. I am uh, uh, Sir Duggan, MP. And he reaches out a hand to shake your hand. Uh, you, the Marquis, I think he shakes your hand first. I refuse to shake his hand. I shall step into the way and... Uh, Hello! Pelicost Rococo at your service. Ah, you're from out of town, I can tell. Yes, the Sheaf Shield uh, P- Rococos. Well, uh, listen, uh, if, 
Yes, I, I'm familiar. Uh, listen, if you're thinking of settling in, uh, it'd be wonderful to have you. There's some nice homes in the centre of beautiful views of the mountains and the valleys. Uh, you look like the sort of people who are interested in, ve- in investment, do I, do I detect? We're interested in uh, accounts and the settling yes. of accounts. Uh, t- yes. Tell me, uh, young, young uh, Miss uh, Halflinger, what's your name? Veronica. Don't tell him. Veronica. Ah, lo- lovely to meet you. Well, I, as I said, I am Mr. Duggan, MP. Uh, we here in Ragnar's Rock can offer investors like you wonderful opportunities. Uh, crack, uh, please do uh, tell Plinkin to hurry up with the coffee when you see him. And the woman says, yes, sir, but uh, these, these people expressed an interest in seeing the city finances, and uh, I th- I, they were rather insistent. Oh, of course, of course they did. Only makes sense for investors. Oh, come, come right this way. And uh, he leads you through some corridors and uh, eventually comes to a large metal door. Uh, he unlocks the many padlocks that are keeping it closed uh, and uh, opens it. Uh, beyond there is a dim staircase, uh, but Mr Duggan lights uh, a um, the top of a magic wand on the, uh, and uh, leads you down. Uh, you see... Uh, actually, can you make a perception check for me? Ooh, I'm doing really 13. well rolls today. That's an unnatural 20. Uh, ten. That's an eight for me. Uh, ten. Uh, uh, Dareth, you um, spot that there are little specks of bioluminescent spores embedded within the walls as you go down. Um, can I poke one? Okay, yeah, you poke one. Um, make a nature check for me. Oh, that's, that's, that's my luck's run out. That's an eight. Okay. I uh, doesn't um ring any bells to you you don't know much about it uh but uh Duggan sees you uh poking at it and he says ah lovely isn't it pure source of lich lichen was fine found below the city a few years ago uh, we're thinking of making it a key export it's one of my great dreams you see to see the city become a top exporter once again <laughs> see the wealth thrive here once more uh lich lichen is very useful in alchemy i believe uh, soaks up all the magic from around it and uh, it's like a battery you see could i use some basic deduction to say that because it's so shiny there's a fair bit of magic in this area yep yes you could do i need to roll for anything or can i just be put that together uh i think that you can put that together yeah uh, there's a fair amount of magic um does does bard magic count as arcana um, I don't know. Can you make an arcana check for me? Yeah. Okay, that's going to be a 16. Yeah, you you can gather that there's quite a, a hefty amount of magic. You you can't quite put your finger on what uh, school of magic it is, um, mm-hmm. but there's a hef- hefty amount of it uh, must have been used to produce this kind of luminescence. Yeah. So, uh, you head down the stairs with Duggan leading the way. Eventually, you come to a low chamber that seems like a subterranean cellar. There's a large sewage pipe running along the back wall with a grating on top. Uh, It connects to something in the corner which looks like a disused toilet stall, uh, barred and locked with many chains, and a sign on the door that says, Beware of the Leopard. Curled behind it in in mottled orange and black is a large cat-like creature. It lifts its head at your approach and sits patiently. And as you kind of reach the bottom of the stairs, uh, Duggan takes a step back, and uh, he smiles at you all and says, Oh, Fluffy, do you see that these fable party spies are dealt with appropriately? He uh, takes out a magic mirror and reveals that he has a voice app, voice recording app running. He goes, Recorded everything. Useful little device, isn't it? You lot walking in here pretending to be something you're not. I'm sure the authorities will be most interested. Would it be bad form to knock the uh, MP out? Uh, make a <laughs> attack roll. Dex or strength? I'm assuming strength. Uh, yeah, strength. Another twenty-two. You've got good dice today. Okay, yeah. Uh, you swing a swing a punch at his face. Roll some damage. Uh, for a punch is D4. I think so. Yeah. Plus your strength, I think. Uh, it'd be eight then. Okay, yeah, you knock him flying back uh, into the stairs and he tumbles uh, backwards and is uh, struggling to get back to his feet. Uh, and uh, he says, Well, 
You've really done it now. I'm taking his <laughs> mirror off of him. recorded too. Uh, okay, uh, make a sleight of hand check. This is where I fail. Thirteen. Mm. Okay, no, he snatches it back. And meow. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, Shush, he, Fluffy. He tosses something to the ground and... Uh, yeah, it explodes and you are all coated in uh, dust and Ooh. smoke. Uh, can you all make constitution saving throws? Mm-hmm. Oh no, that's a nine. Oh no. I got worse, I got eight. <laughs> I got eight. Six. Oh no. Okay, can you all go ahead and take... Ooh, ouch, six Ow. points of poison damage. Ooh. Ouch. Uh, eventually the smoke starts to uh, clear and you're all kind of... <coughs> uh, swiping it away and uh, Duggan is nowhere to be seen uh, although the last thing you hear is the clang and click of the door above being shut and locked Uh, you all turn around slowly to look at the ferocious leopard that is now stood before you uh, in front of the um, locked uh, toilet stall and uh, the leopard shakes their head and gestures towards the ground in front and says please sit with me I have not had guests in a long time. I have so missed polite company. Would you like some good biscuits? Oh, I would love good biscuits. And uh, she like perks up quite a bit. Uh, and I assume you offer one. I, I offer. I, I hold out the tin of good biscuits so that she can choose right. one. She, uh, she, uh, yeah, she picks uh, one of the nice big round chocolatey ones. Oh, those and, are good. Uh, those one are of the ones with a hole in the middle. Yeah, oh. one of them ones. And, the dish, uh, yeah chomps it down and says mm, yes i am uh, the lady aubrey elston mcfluffington the third it's very good to meet you all we we should let you know that we've seen randall oh. and he misses you well i'm sorry to say this but um the good mr randall can uh, quite frankly go fuck himself <gasps> did you fall out well you see there was a day randall abandoned me he went to the mountains, and when he came back, he was changed. And I did not want to go back and visit this dragon friend of his, but he kept making me go. I told him I didn't want to go, but he kept making me go. Doesn't sound like a healthy relationship to me. No, he kept giving them all of our money. Bit by bit, it all kept disappearing until he started dipping into the uh, city finances, and then he had <sighs> to start expanding and getting other people to give the dragon more and more and more. That's the thing about dragons. They never stop wanting more. So you can see, I'm not exactly a fan of Mr. Randall. Oh dear. Um, He didn't seem exactly well. No. Yes, but I can understand. There's magic in this part of the country. As I'm sure you've noticed, the lich lichen knows it. Thanks to all of the magic, Randall can't control me anymore. He lost my trust, and he lost his control over me. I have gained my own sense of self. Being apart from him, I am no longer part of his magic. I am my own creature, and I won't go back to being a slave. Sorry, excuse me, but is nobody else weirded out by the fact that this cat is talking to us? <laughs> no. no, why do you think that's weird? No, not really. <laughs> I feel like There's a goblin in the House of Parliament, it's fine. <laughs> Carry on. How can you remember Tony Bear? Yeah. Yes, yes, why are you weirded out by a talking cat? We had a the bear for Prime Minister. Bear was our Prime Minister. <laughs> Who's Tony Bear? And there's a dragon in the mountain. Who, who? Dragons are dragons, leopards are cats. Yes. Sorry, f- forgive me. Please carry on. Uh, please excuse my friend. She's clearly a little confused and doesn't remember who the Prime Minister used to be. Um, <laughs> but do you, are you not... I mean, they keep you prisoner down here in front of the filing cabinet, being a leopard that people <laughs> should be aware of. Surely that's not freedom. I can go wherever I wish. And she points over to the sewage pipe and says, I just take the lid off there and head in and I just wander about. They lead everywhere, those sewage pipes. That's incredibly classy. Yes. It's I, I will admit it's not the it, it's not the most best smelling of places to uh, go, but uh, 
I, I, it, it keeps me away from people who would capture me and send me back to Randall. Well, I'm glad you have your freedom, even if it is freedom via sewage pipe. <laughs> Speaking of sewage pipes, we need to get into those sewage pipes. Are you sure? We, or is it a pipe behind? We would like to sort out both the dragon and the um, the IDS thing. And uh, how are you going to go about that? Uh, we were going to make Rachel fight them. <laughs> Sorry, who's Rachel? <laughs> no, I'm the Marquis of Granby. Lies. I know how it feels. He, Mr. Randall, would always call me Fluffy, but my name is Aubrey, the Lady Aubrey McFluffington, the third. Names are important. Yes, they are very. You gave Duggan your name, Pelicos. Um. Yes. Was he is the that dragon? Well done, he wasn't Pelicos the dragon. The stupid. <laughs> but I have so many names. Yes, but they're this, all... This is a good question, actually. They're all Pelicos Shall we establish... Is, is Rococo Pelicos's real surname? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> oh, you're all right. Of course not. <laughs> Went for a random word which meant rich, and he got the wrong one. <laughs> as usual. So, what are you going to do? Go, you're politicians, I take it. Are you going to try and uh, spin this dragon situation? <laughs> we're, we're not politicians ourselves. We represent the Fable Party. Of course you do. But we, we are, just like Randall. We are not actually politicians, and we are not just like Randall, because we are not engaged in an abusive relationship with a leopard. Um, <laughs> that would be weird. Um, wow, I love this guy. <laughs> uh, we wanted to see the accounts. We wanted we? to see the accounts. We, we want to bring fairness and equality back to the town of wherever we are. <laughs> this place. Can you can you make a persuasion? Can you make a persuasion? Ragnar's Rock. Uh, with with your, I think it's plus a d6 for the good biscuits, yes. wasn't it? Good biscuits. Uh, I got two. Two. Mm. That overall. No, no. Plus whatever the good biscuits are, I can't see it. Oh, it's plus six, okay. I think, for the so eight, then. good biscuits. Uh, uh, no, I think that's. She's just stood in front of the, uh, the the door and just shakes her head. No. Somebody else want to try? I can try. Can I pet her under the chin? Does she like being petted oh. under the chin? Yeah, make an animal handling check for me. This is why I haven't done that. (laughs) Unfortunately, I only got a nine. Uh, She takes it for a few seconds, but then, like, jerks her head back and shakes her head no again. I'd like to try animal handling as well. Okay. (laughs) Can Uh, I get her on this as well? 21. Yeah. Okay. That's a bit better. Oh, I I Uh, got an eight. Okay. Uh, She nearly snaps at you, uh, Dareth. Uh, but with yeah. with your twenty one Tilda, I think she just kind of stretches out and pretends to go to sleep. Uh, so you open up the um, the toilet door and you do indeed find a locked filing cabinet. And uh, uh, Pelicos, I assume with your roguish skills, you've got some lock picking ability. I've just been trying to look, and there's no actual lock picking skill on here. I think Possibly. it's sleight of hand, but I think you should have thieves' tools. I've, I've definitely got thieves tools alright yeah I think you so, make a dexterity check I think to see if you can open it and we get a modifier um, 8 in total ok I, I will say that you can do it but it's going to cost you something ouch uh, go on so you hear the door uh, through which you first came through uh, start to unlock click by click by click uh, can the rest of you make a perception check for me? Oh no. Nat 20. Six. Okay, cool. Oh, that's good. Um, I got a three. Okay. Uh, the Marquis of Granby, you can hear several voices and uh, the sounds of heavy armour uh, behind the door uh, as it is slowly uh, being opened up. We're about to have company. Uh, so, uh, Pelicos, oh, you finally get the... Uh, uh, the cabinet open and in one of the drawers you find a big book that is the kind of ledger uh, and as you kind of scamper out you hear the door opening above and you hear the clank 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 of several sets of footsteps dive into the sewers uh, oh no okay. down the manhole here we go you clamber up on top and uh, the manhole cover is not locked uh, and you see a lot of like claw marks around it and you pull it open and dive in can you all make a stealth check for me 
<laughs> ah, what stealth? Ah, I'm good at this. <laughs> 20. Um, 14, I think I clicked my loot on something. Ooh, four. And then muffle the strings quick. Four. <laughs> 14. I think, like, the Marquis of Granbury just sh- shouts as you dive in, like, you'll never catch me, you villains. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right, yes. Come and get then, some curse. And uh, the manhole cover clangs behind you, and uh, you make a run for it down the sloppy tunnels. Um, uh, most of you have to kind of uh, bend down as you're going through this. Tilda, you're fine. You just stroll through. Uh, uh, one of the, the times that you're happy to be uh, one of the short folk. I, a- I um, am, however, up to my thighs and gross while everybody else is only up to Yeah. <laughs> oh, poop. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's not too bad, though. It doesn't stink as much as you thought it would. Uh, indeed, it mostly seems to smell like pool water. Uh, so it's like chlorine or fantasy chlorine, whatever that is. <laughs> Um, uh, heading up the pipe you see more of that luminescent lichen on the walls uh, and it spreads this kind of deathly white glow on your faces does that mean that uh, it's magical down here uh, it probably does magic swirling about uh, eventually you come to a split in the pipes and you can choose to go left or right always left uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, the left pipe uh, heads slightly upwards uh, and uh, you make your way up uh, the passage it gets quite small uh, so the rest of you are now almost crawling but again Tilda you're just happily marching your way through um, eventually you come to a small opening uh, and again like you uh, I think Tilda you, with your um, advantage of, of not having to crawl you're kind of leading the way uh, and you see this small opening and you see some feet moving and you can hear some people talking shh. and you I, I gesture for everyone to be quiet and stop splashing about and just shh. you look out through uh, another little uh, grating and uh, you see a dark chamber stone walls and a series of pipes all around uh, and you see four wagons set up outside of a tunnel that leads out uh, the wagons are plain but uh, you can see that they are full of large crates uh, and there's a set of shelves with uh, some clothes nearby at the back of the room. Uh, you see uh, the woman you saw in the reception area in her burgundy uniform. She's counting out some coins into one of the crates and uh, puts it inside the wagon with a, gr- with a grunt. Um, there is also a big leather chair at one end with a middle-aged man with poofy hair. It's Duggan, is there? He, he's looking a little out of breath. Uh, and um, uh, the the woman says to him, We'll be loaded up in ten minutes. Are you sure those people are secure down there? And Duggan says, Yes, yes, I sent the uh, guards to go down and finish them off, as it were. And uh, he says, You know, IDS keep demanding more. If we want to keep them on side, we'll have to find more money, crack. Perhaps we could sell the sewage pipes, get cheaper ones instead, use the savings to pay off IDS. Might have enough left over to save for next time. Do you know how long that would take? Months of hard work, disruption and questions. Yeah. Long-term solution for a short-term issue. Wait, Payment wait, wait, is wait, due wait, in five wait, days. Wait, 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 wait. Now, very, very quietly. Did we have some kind of recording our devices ourselves? You do have uh, your own magic mirrors, which will have the voice recording apps. Switch it on. Okay, yeah, you, you uh, switch on your recording apps uh, as the conversation continues. Uh, Duggan, we can't simply snap our fingers and conjure up more money. IDS must know that. The money isn't the issue, it's the principle. We made a deal, and we must honour it. You want IDS on our side, don't you? You want to work for IDS in the end, right? Of course, everyone does. Then find me the money. Now, if you excuse me, I'm going to check on our guests and see if there's, well, anything left of them, frankly. And uh, Duggan rises and leaves uh, while Crack sighs, uh, nursing a headache. And uh, she finishes uh, loading up a few more um, things into the uh, wagon uh, before eventually she leaves as well. And uh, yeah, so now the room is empty ahead of you. Are these the wa- Pelicos, are these the wagons that you saw on the mountain? I think they are. Yes, so they are. We... Yes. I mean, you saw them from far away, but yeah. Uh, well, yes. yes. I am Pelicos before sighted. Yes. <laughs> now I'm now I'm seeing them close at hand. I must be Pelicos for close sighted. 
okay. That's not a good thing. Okay, I've got a shitty feet. Mm. What are we going <laughs> <laughs> Shall we hide in the wagons and see if we can get a lift up the mountain? That might be quicker. Be we're going to have to move quickly, yes. though, because they'll know, yeah, they'll we'll, know, the they'll know we're not there. dead soon. So we should yeah. come out of here and hide ourselves in the wagons. Okay. Uh, you, Does that uh, mean I've got to do that sneaky thing yes, again? Yes, that's sneaky. Uh, no, there's nobody in this room, so you, you'll be fine uh, at the moment. Uh, you push, Tilted, you push the grating open and manage to sort of wiggle your way up uh, onto the floor. And uh, you have a little look around the room. Can you? Uh, and I think the, the others get up as well. Can you all make a perception check for me? Mm-hmm. Ten. Ten. Seven. What's my perception? Um, Twelve. What did you get, Joe? Nine. Uh, okay. I'm uh, short-sighted. What can I say? You see that the... Um, yeah, there's this uh, rack of clothing on uh, one end of the room, uh, which has burgundy uniforms uh, that you have seen the other people wearing around here. Uh, uh, you can see that there are horses tied to these carts as well. Uh, the horses look yes. very bored. Uh, Ursula is kind of looking very miserable, incidentally, uh, having had to <laughs> rummage through all that sewage. Um, I go to to pet her, but do so lightly because she is just so coated and her fur is just <laughs> thick with this stinky <laughs> disgust. I'm going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Poor doggy. Poor old doggy. That was a cat. That was a cat noise. That's uh, not an Ursula noise. You hear some footsteps that are coming from up this tunnel that uh, is uh, leading away. Right, shall uh, we grab some unico- unicorns? No, no, not <laughs> unicorns. Uniforms and hide in the carts. Is there a uniform okay. in my size? Yes, they're all all various sizes. Right. <laughs> Nobody told me there'd be a costume change. <laughs> this is incredible. Burgundy is my colour. I am loving this. I mean, we haven't established what you guys are normally wearing, so... Usually a new shirts. Usually a new shirt. <laughs> um, Usually being, fine clothing. Since being free from the BBC, Derev has tried to look as punk as possible. <laughs> because yeah. they can. And they lean into this more and more and more. I'm wearing Dick Turpin cheek. It's <laughs> a good look. <laughs> the hat especially. The, the dandy Are uh, you still wearing your mask, Marquis? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Even while in disguise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why not? That's the best disguise of all. Wearing a disguise. After observing uh, Gretchen's driving abilities, I think you've got an idea of how to do this. Uh, and so you, you, you whip the uh, horses into action and uh, they start trundling on up the uh, tunnel. They seem to know which way they're going. Uh, you know, they've probably made this trip many, 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 many times. Uh, and uh, the the tunnel goes on for quite a while. It's quite dark, uh, it, but eventually it does uh, come out into the daylight. And you are heading up this winding road that zigzags its way. Hey, up bye, the Go on, horses. Have I shown you my biceps? I'm really gonna uh, call you, you know. And I believe, I believe this is how you steer horse because this is how Gretchen does it, right? <laughs> oh no, I'm saying biceps. It's because of the cauldrons, you know. <laughs> hey, Marquis. Hey, yes, Grumpy. Cost Grumpy. questionable. I think I can see your house from here. <laughs> I don't have a house. Oh. I have a tree. I think I can see your tree. With a hole here. in it. <laughs> well, yes. Uh, Same thing. Uh, after a, about a minute of uh, climbing, uh, you look behind you uh, and you see that there are other carts coming in hot pursuit. Uh, there's another uh, rushing towards you uh, that seems less heavily laden than yours. Uh, and it's getting closer and closer. What do you do? Oh, lovely speed up, horsey! Mm, that would be a good time for caltrops. It's always time for caltrops. I don't eat Italian. <laughs> do we? Do we have any caltrops? It's one of those folded. Pieces. I don't have any caltrops. What's in the crates? Uh, make an investigation check. That would be a sixteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, you crack open open one of the crates and you find it's mostly full of paper, uh, but there are also um, 
bags of coins and uh, as you sort of open them it's mostly copper coins a couple of silvers here and there uh, but there's a lot of money and a lot of paper I think we should scatter the money on the road so that they stop and pick it up because the people in this town are poor I'm thinking we should use the bags of coins as grenades and throw them at the drivers of the carts this is a slightly more violent solution than I had in mind but I'm prepared <laughs> to go with it alright uh, okay, uh, you toss out some uh, coinage uh, onto the road, uh, and uh, you, um, you you carry on up the mountain. And uh, this um, person in pursuit is going to make a hmm. What will this be? Wisdom. Yeah, I think like a wisdom saving throw. Let's say it's uh, ten. Which I don't think is going to be enough. I think, yeah, they do actually stop and uh, pick up some of the coinage. Uh, as soon as they've, they've uh, got it all up, though, uh, they uh, get back onto the wagon and start tracing you. But you've put some distance between you now. Um, I have a thing to do, if that's a thing to do, a yeah. turn thing turn. Yeah. Um, I'm sitting in the back of the car quite comfortably, like, legs up. I pluck up my lute and I start singing, she'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. <laughs> um, and I cast the dancing lights cantrip Ooh. to try and distract the person behind us. She'll be coming round the mountain uh, when she comes. Can you describe the dancing lights again? Um, dancing lights. Yes, I can. Create up to four torch-sized lights within range, making them appear as torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs. I'm going for glowing orbs. Without okay. hovering in the air for the duration. You can also combine the four lights into one glowing, vaguely humanoid form of medium size. Whichever form you choose, each light sheds dim light in a ten-foot radius. Do I have to make any kind of save? To... Nope, I just do it. Alright, I think... It's I'm concentration, make... so if I get distracted in the next minute, it disappears. Yeah, okay, I'm going to make another wisdom save to see how distracted they are, I guess. Uh, 14. Mm, what's your charisma? My charisma? 17. Alright, okay, so they fail. Yeah, they are very distracted. I think even the horses that they're driving are distracted. Uh, and uh, yeah, they, they, they start to veer violently uh, around the road. Uh, are the rest of you doing anything to try and uh, speed your way? Well, I'm, I'm shouting at it in vague northern. Um, <laughs> believing that this is Make how you drive a horse. Check for me. Well, tempted as I am to get out and push. Um, <laughs> no. Is there anything else in the wagons that we can use? Uh, make an Let's have a look. Check. Yes. Um, that's a free, so that's not going to help anything. Oh, no. oh, pretty lights. <laughs> uh, okay. Can Pelicos? Yes. Can you make a? Can you make a wisdom saving throw for me? Oh heck. Um, that's a modified one. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh wow. You see before you something absolutely terrifying. It is one of your deepest, darkest fears. What is it? Is it a shirt with a hole in it? I'm getting used to those. Um, deepest, darkest fear. Oh. Double denim. <laughs> I don't know. Grey hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see a vision of yourself, uh, your hairline receding, grey, streaking through it in a most unfashionable way. Good lord, uh, no. And you are now frightened. I've become my dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can make a, another wisdom save uh, on your next turn. Um, How big are these crates? Um... Uh, Let's say they are about um, two foot by two foot by two foot. I start rolling crates off the back of the wagon. Ooh, excellent. Make a strength check for me. 18. Okay, yeah, you, you roll one off the back of the wagon and it goes tumbling down. Uh, and the uh, wagon rider is going to try and make a dexterity save. Uh, well, the horses anyway, and got a... 20. So yeah, you see this horse majestically leap over one of the uh, discarded barrels uh, and come hurtling towards you. Uh, that's a nice visual though, so <laughs> we, can, we can all agree on that. Uh, Ursula the dog is just going to bark at them. Um, Dareth, <laughs> any ideas? Well, I'm still concentrating on my lights. Is there anything else I can do? 
Oh, as a bonus action on your turn, you can move the lights up to 60 feet to a new spot within range. A light must be within 20 feet of another light created by the spell. And the light wouldn't start if it exceeds the spell's range, which is 120 feet. I don't know how far of them we are now. Uh, yeah, within range, I'll say. Within range, okay. So I'm basically just going to make this... Um, make the lights keep following and maybe start turning them into the humanized form so it starts forming into a humanoid form. Oh, that's terrifying. They're going to make a wisdom save. Uh, Eight is not going to do it, I imagine. Uh, Yeah, they're they're creeped the hell out by this, I think. I cackle. Uh, She'll be coming round the mountain. Uh, Tilda, any ideas? Well, I've been trying to speed my horse up by shouting at it like Gretchen does, and it doesn't work. So I think I'm, I'm kind of with the Marquis of Granby here, like trying to throw stuff off the wagon to make it like Tilda. Who's driving? Can I remind you that you are a ranger and have a bow and arrow? <laughs> How do I? I have, I have temporarily forgotten in my excitement. In that case, I will try and take some of them out with my bow and Who's arrow. Who's driving the cart? Uh, make a perception check for me. Yeah, nat one. Okay, you can't tell. Uh, it's humanoid, I'll say that. Four. Right. I got, so I can't tell either. But I will try and fire a barren arrow, an arrow at them and just... Try. 20! Okay, yeah, that hits. Roll some damage. You can't tell who or what they are, but you hit them. No, I meant who's driving Gower cart? Oh. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the horses just know where they're going. I thought Tilda was driving. Damage is six. Okay, cool, yeah. Uh, I think you're, you're um, ghost riding the whip at this point. Um, uh, I assume that after making your dramatic and uh, um, like surprisingly accurate shot, uh, you go back to keeping the, the horses in line. Uh, Pelikos, make a wisdom saving throw for me. Zero. Oh dear. Uh, this terrifying vision before you is getting like older and more gnarled and it's it's a natural one and (laughs) i have naturally no wisdom oh no uh okay let's say that um as you are coming up towards the the peak of the mountain uh you you leap off uh, the cart and uh i think that you just kind of unhook the wagon from the back and it goes trundling back and uh, you watch in kind of amusement as uh, the person who's pursuing you just plows straight into it uh, and there's a, a huge explosion of uh, coins and paper and uh, horse <laughs> uh, and so you find yourselves at the top of the mountain and you can see uh, well not at the top of the mountain at the top of the path uh, which ends about halfway up the mountain let's say uh, and there's a kind of cave opening. Uh, there are some more of these kind of burgundy-coloured um, guards standing there who will look at you kind of curiously. Uh, there's a glass door, highly polished, gilded along the edges. It smells great. It smells great. It's <laughs> clean. Uh, even the floor looks like it has been cleaned recently. Uh, and uh, as you are uh, standing there, um, one of the uh, people... Uh, a, a, a door opens in the um, the glass windows at uh, the, the glass sort of wall and a draug comes out a dark elf uh, again in the same maroon outfit holding a clipboard uh, she has auburn hair and freckles so is clearly much older than all of you and uh, she says ah you're early i uh, imagine you'll want a uh, meeting with the ceo and uh, i feel like that's a nice uh, yeah moment to end on Campaign Trail was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Dereth Moonbeam, Stephen Poor as Pelicos the Various, and Joanne Hall as Tilda Northwanderer. The Marquis of Granby was played by S. Naomi Scott. The theme music is The News Team by Dr. Hollywood. 
Additional music was by Alexander Nakarada. Full details on where you can find their music is in the episode description. You can follow the campaign trail on Twitter at the campaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, soundcloud.com forward slash door corner, and at sci-fi network.com, and of course, everywhere you get your podcasts. In next week's episode, our team of campaigning adventurers do some corporate espionage, and then come face to face with a fire-breathing CEO. Until then, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure. <laughs>